welcome to Morph Club, episode 32. We watched more TV show. We sure did. Like an hour and a half of it-ish, I guess. We watched yeah. episodes 9, 10, and 11 of the adaptation of Animorphs. And I have to, I feel like I have to share um, Morph Club. This is the only place that will appreciate it. I feel like all the Taco Bell references made me want to get Taco Bell <laughs> from Penn Station late at night. Because I thought, like, I'm headed home. This is going to be, like, like I haven't had Taco Bell in years. This is going to be great. <laughs> I remember loving Taco Bell in high school. Oh, <laughs> no, like, Megan. I unwrapped my tacos on the train. And I just, like, dropped tomatoes everywhere. <laughs> and I was just sitting there, like, I guess no one wants to sit next to me, which is great. Uh-huh. But that's as effective as crying on the subway <laughs> for keeping people the hell yeah. out of your face. But I was just like, oh, I've become, I've become. You've become axe. Ch- yeah. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> negligence. <laughs> and then I felt gross. And I was just like, I guess this is like, <laughs> this is adulthood. You can't handle this anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Or, or that's the beauty of being an adult is nobody can yeah. tell me I can't eat a destroyed a deconstructed <laughs> taco for dinner oh yeah yeah and then i just like felt gross the rest of the night and i was just like everyone ha- i feel like everyone has their fast food that's like their like you know it's bad but sometimes you just need it and oh, i guess yeah. taco bell is not mine because <laughs> i have fond memories of taco bell in high school but i don't think i could do it anymore oh man <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you just set my brain down an entire sidetrack thinking about the many, many terrible detours I've made on, like, high school sports trips where you have yeah. to stop the bus, like, at a <laughs> truck stop, essentially, and whatever mm-hmm. KFC knockoff monstrosity is there is what you're going to eat and you're going to like it. But yeah. part of that was the desperation, <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy it the same again without that very yeah. special sauce. Yeah, you need to have that, like... The adrenaline yeah. of needing food in 10 minutes. Yeah, and also the, the terrible teen body that's constantly yeah. starved for God anything, and food is one of those things. Uh, anyways, speaking that was my... Nice. Speaking of terrible teen bodies. Yeah. Speaking of, we do find out that TV Axe has a list of top 10 foods. Yes! Oh my which goodness Which is like, gracious. that bounce, like, these episodes were not good, mm-hmm. but that, that like shifted the like when i weighed the episode against a feather, a feather right can um, it pass into the afterlife yeah well <laughs> in the afterlife of being a show that people remember versus <laughs> forget um that did tip it a little bit for me <laughs> but otherwise these episodes were um not as good as the books they were based on <laughs> yeah I feel the same way. And I also, like you, I had some real highlights, mostly in hindsight, either centered around food or the rituals surrounding <laughs> yeah. food. Like all the dinners, very good. Yeah. High points oh my, for me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the Okay, episode nine opens with, like, just for, I guess, to celebrate Jake's dad opening the clinic, which sure. the whole episode I spent trying to piece together what kind of clinic it was. Is it urgent um, care? Is it a doctor's yeah. office? There is a red carpet seems... leading up to this building. I don't understand anything about the healthcare clinic. It appears to be a spa, which yep. I make have. I have. So they're having a French dinner. 
<laughs> a a like, French dinner in a weird quasi Italian <laughs> restaurant space. Yeah. yeah. It's like definitely like a family style. Mm-hmm. Like they're around a giant circular table, the four of them, and it does not look like fine dining. No. It looks like okay dining right. for a family. Like there are there are cloth napkins on the table, yeah. but they're not nice napkins. No. They're soft they're like, napkins for when you drip your spaghetti and you yeah. need something to slap that mess away. <laughs> And they're all just sitting there, and, like, the only reason I know it's a French restaurant is because, like, they're sitting at the table, they're looking around, Victor Trent, our good friend, Visser 3 in bald actor form, who's just doing his best to make, like, this episode memorable, wanders in, and everyone's like, oh, Victor Trent. Oh. The whole restaurant, not just Jake's <laughs> yeah. family at the table, but yeah, everyone, everyone in the restaurant, some of them say things like, look at that. And did you see him? Yeah. Because he has an inescapable aura, apparently, even in um, human form. Also, he has a Frankenstein walk. Yes! yes which made does. me think, I thought when he, like, when he's first coming in, they shoot so you don't see his face, so he's mysterious. I thought we were having another episode, like the one with the oatmeal episode, where it opened with a guy stumbling in. But no, that's just his walk. <laughs> and I don't he's think they ever said... I don't think they ever say what he does. He's just famous. Right, right. Why does everyone, everyone know? knows him? Yeah, his dad is like, he's a that's Mr. Trent. He's a self-made man. A, self- he's a I self-made mean, yes, man. Yes, he probably did create that morph out of like several different human <laughs> DNA bits. Yeah. But in what sense do you think he's a self-made man? Like, in, in some way, aren't we all OCs? Like, <laughs> he, everyone is self-made. their own OC. Yeah. <laughs> Be your OC, 2K17. Yeah. Oh my God, this is. Mr. Three's human OC. Well, it is because he gave him, like, first of all, his name is just Victory. Second, it's a terrible joke on also, his really clever name. Is it? I, I want to say Trent is derived from three, but oh, I think I'm that's sure. just the tra. I'm sure. I'm sure it was like, what's the th- closest human mouth sounds to yeah. Visser Three that I can get? So he shambles in. Mm hmm. There are, um, like, 17 <laughs> slow-motion shots and, yeah. like, zooms in on his ominous feet, his ominous suit, his ominous legs. Yeah. And, the, and like, they're really, like, they have their library of threatening music. Yes. Threatening, like, generic music that they've been, like, slamming on the keyboard, like, this is it. We need to have it here. Oh, and they keep cutting back to Jake at the table looking like he has the worst case of the meat sweats I have ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, like, this... You know how in the books they spend a lot of time thinking about how they have to act normal? (laughs) So they have to, like... Like, so no one can tell that anything is up. In this show, they have no such concerns because (laughs) Jake is just, like... He's all but screaming, I'm afraid of you, you're an alien. <laughs> because, like, Victor Trent shambles over to their table, and, like, his giant hand shakes Jake's dad's hand, and he's like, congratulations on the clinic. <laughs> and then, like, he, like, sits down and joins them at the table, because he's a rich man, so I guess you invite him over. Well, sure, you pull up a chair anytime. And Jake is just a ball of sweat. Yep. He's just glistening blatantly refusing to shake his hand like could not be more obvious if he were wearing a tinfoil hat and like (laughs) cowering in a corner and tom does have a really good reaction to like jake is like i don't like later on jake is like i don't like him and then tom is like what why wouldn't you like him (laughs) um but like that's like the implication throughout the dinner is like jake what's wrong with you (laughs) 
you're not enjoying this random man sitting with us. Right. And not like, even your father's colleague or like our, our family friend, Victor Trent. No. But like this big shot. This big wig that we are forcing to sit at our table. And then like, and they're all sitting around this like circular table. And then like his mom is like, waiter, where's our escargot? <laughs> and then there's like a sequence where like Victor Trent like very like like with like a lot of ominous aura is like no thank you I would not like any <laughs> and I'll then take Tom, a hard pass on the snails yeah. thanks and then, and then Tom like flinches like no thank you <laughs> and then Jake's like I will have the upper hand I will I will like power play this and he like he like eats a he like pops a snail he, out he does such a weird job of eating it too a it's lot really of weird bad. eating in this episode for jake he takes like seven tiny yeah. bites of this tiny tiny snail so that you can <laughs> cut between him chewing and like victor three wow victor three you know victor three that's my oc the, yeah like in the background of the shot like like glowering mm-hmm. at like this boy eating a tiny like slug and 85 bites yeah. on a tiny fork it's with like it's like the the diametric opposite of seductive eating yeah it's like, like how we're... aggro can i be while yeah. i'm chowing down on the snail oh and and it's just like oh it's so good bad yeah, yeah. oh i <laughs> that, enjoyed like, this scene like it's just like i love the concept that they were like i bet yurks would just find the practice of eating slugs abhorrent like that would be the most disgusting and cruel thing they could see. Sure. Because, I mean, to be fair, they seem to be filming Yerks as literal slugs. Right. Like, not <laughs> slug-like. It's just they put a slug on the set and it slithers around. Mm-hmm. So it's just... So Jake eats a slug. Victor Trent excuses himself to have there's, some kind of At one point, dinner? there's a crunch sound effect as he's eating the <laughs> snail. And I... Did he eat the shell? Did he go... I thought he peeled it out of it i thought so too but the noises that are happening are just it's like uh, someone's got some chex mix in there uh, a little strong i mean i don't know what's in a slug (laughs) maybe there's no bones like no bones probably if it's cooked does it get does it get crunchy are escargot cooked i i thought there is some kind of uh seasoning and scalp Boil, scalding, boiling. <laughs> they might be boiled. I think you might be right. Uh, I, There's but something also, you do. I don't know what the heck. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I'm not an oysters person, yeah. tragically for me. I don't know the first thing about proper preparation of your shellfish, yeah. snails, and slugs. I guess I'm a controller because I would also not want <laughs> to eat this. So oh, I guess. This is our body snatchers moment. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, after this awkward dinner where, like, afterwards Jake is like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. He's like, the plot is that Victor Trent is a working with Jake's dad on this clinic. Mm-hmm. Jake's dad, who I didn't know what he did until this episode, now he's now not he's, a doctor. Now he's, like, right, spa Greg. A clinic creator? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a red carpet outside, which did remind me immediately I had a Scientology documentary <laughs> I had to send good, you. Good, <laughs> good. Thank you. I cannot wait to watch that. Um, but anyway, they go inside, and Jake is like, like, his dad wanted him to work there for free. Sure. Or no, he's paying him to work there for a day instead of going on a sharing retreat with Tom. Sure. And he's typing 
on this website called Chat Online to oh, the rest so of the crew. Oh, I'm so glad you could read the URL. I could not, and I was distressed about oh, it. Oh, I mean, I'm saying this because they have the giant, like, word art from Microsoft Word re- that reads Chat Online. Yes. Um, on like, top. We couldn't call this America Online, but please yeah. understand what we're doing here. Let's let's dig up some screenshots, maybe, because the, yeah. the computer stuff was great. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, and so he's chatting with the rest of the crew who are in their favorite internet slash gaming cafe? Slash dog park hangout? Yeah. Which we have not seen Homer in many an episode, and I'm upset. I miss him. Um, so he's like, it's... <laughs> The one, one of the things he sends them is just the sentence, it's not bad working here, comma, and I get paid, exclamation <laughs> point, in giant letters because they haven't, like, I guess, like, at this point, they're like, well, not everyone has seen an email or a chat room right. or a, an instant message. I don't know if they had instant message. They must have had instant message. But, like, they haven't, not everyone knows what this looks like, and we're not sure if we'll have the render in time. Right, so then Rachel gets the delight of reading that sentence verbatim. Jake says, it's not bad yeah. working there, and he gets paid. Yeah. And they're like, I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like that the only, okay, the, go- the best thing about this sequence is that... <laughs> Axe, axe yep. is in the background uh-huh. eating something and then and then like they're talking about like i'm like can't believe he gets to work there for free and he's barely doing anything blah blah, blah. and then and then like they cut to axe and he like finishes eating something and then like he has like little t-rex arms and he just goes more <laughs> more <So> his <laughs> sweet boyfriend marco immediately <laughs> runs over and is like okay buddy what can yeah. we get you he hands him like a hot dog. Oh, I do. I want to give a gold star <laughs> to Axe. Yeah, to Axe eating the hot dog like it's a corn cob in the background yeah. of a shot, just super <laughs> casually made my day. Yeah, like he's just like in the back, like selling it. He's yeah. like, I'm here to play the alien teen. Yep. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the best alien teen I can be. Yeah. Like I'm he's gonna give the him MVP. The teen, the teen Tony goes to Axe in this round. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. And then, he, then he's also, at one point, like, he has just the, the dog, just oh, like, yeah. the hot dog, uh-huh. out of the bun, and he's just kind of, like, holding it. <laughs> like, he's, the actor's clearly like, I don't want to eat this for 25 takes. <laughs> I'm just going to hold it like I'm confused by it. Um, and, and, like, he gets handed a hamburger, and this was, like, the best part of the, <laughs> one of the best parts. There's, like, another part um, that was just wild to me that we are not at yet. Anyways, the teens are like, oh... Jake's dad knows Victor Trent. We should help we should him check, check it out. out. Sure. Also, Whatever. the governor's coming in this weekend, maybe. Well, also, yeah, the governor's coming in, and the governor just announced his, like, candidacy for president. Right. So he's going to have more more security. So we have to lock this clinic on lockdown because it's about to open, but we're first opening for the governor. Sure. As you do. For something? Uh, because the governor doesn't ceremony? See... Well, it's like the governor's just going to test run this Clinic? Right. We we By... can't know for sure if this jacuzzi works until a politician yeah. gets their body in there to check it out. Yeah, like he he gets it. We do see him getting a massage, which yep. is not like any place that I would call a clinic. Nope. I mean, I guess a physical therapy place. Uh, you but know, I'm, even I'm on board for this just being a day spa. Honestly, yeah, at which this point. I'm fine. Just call it a day spa. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, so we the cut back part. to the barn planning. Yes, one yeah. of my other favorite scenes. Yeah, how do we get well, past all this security? Yeah, like and well, also like Jake sees them installing security. Like there's like prominently like a key card thing that they slap on the wall, 
And then they're, like, <laughs> carting around trash cans that have giant biohazard stickers <laughs> on them. You know, and for just security. Like, don't worry like, about it. There's like, this is important. Don't worry about it. Jake, you have to leave. Only important personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, barn sequence. Uh, they don't know what to do. And then the sequence that like ripped my skull open yes. and just left me lying down I was in flabbergasted in, by delight, honestly, because it's so I had strange. to watch it three times because <laughs> I could not make sense of it the first time. <laughs> they're looking down. So... <laughs> They're like, how are we going to get in? There's and a key Rachel's card like, reader. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then suddenly, Axe is just like, Marco, you watch movies. <laughs> Marco, give me your movie card. I don't know he has... who... Well, I'm proud that he knows what a, like, a blockbuster video <laughs> rental card is. Like, someone clearly took this boy to rent a, a VHS tape, and yeah. I'm very glad of that. So and Axe, I guess... in his Andalite form, yeah. is screaming all this in thought speech. Yeah, because they've, they've propped him in the Andalite suit in a corner of the set where I think they only had to have him have the front half right. of like, it. We can't, and kind we of... can't afford the legs. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, he's in like a little alcove. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep cutting to him as if he's not even in the room physically, but he clearly is because there's a couple shots where like his head is... Anyway, so he's like in the corner, and he makes them give this like barcode card... From the video rental place. Um, he doesn't take it from Marco's no. hands, though. No, he tells Marco and Jake, because Jake helps, to rub the card on his Andalite, like, furry chest area? Yep. Neck area? Yep. To, to demagnetize it. Yep. So, like... Which, that alone would be I, enough. I like, have that so enough. many questions. But, right, we have this scene of, like, Jake, like rubbing sunscreen on someone's body except it's a video card on an andalite torso and andalite fur is yep. demagnetizing sure that seems bad that yeah. seems like they work around a lot of computers you'd think yeah. this might be a problem i don't know if it was meant to be the static electricity or what but maybe and then he's like hold on give me the card right it was too hard for me to rub this on my own fur but i can't yeah. handle this next step well, he first demagnetizes it, yep. and then he, like, rubs his finger on the strip or something, or holds it and demorphs, <laughs> and this somehow <laughs> encodes it to unlock any Earth key card Sure, thing. it's very E.T. It's very, please don't think too hard about my magic fingers. And it turns out, it's very important that he says any human uh key card code whatever because it ends up not even being useful because i guess it's your coding sure so this is for nothing but i guess you need to have an excuse to get them to try to get in so i don't know but i how (laughs) how how any of this how anyway they go in and there's like every time there's a security camera the music goes wild because yes. they want us to know that, like, there's security cameras, which is interesting because the books definitely never remind us that there could be security cameras right. anywhere. And despite the fact that they're all over the place, these kids are very blasé about, like, let's just morph. Let's just show our faces. It's probably fine. <laughs> also, my ongoing problem with these three episodes was that I think because the show is so separate from the books, I kept forgetting that they could morph. <laughs> Because they would be doing human espionage against right. aliens, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm in. And then they would, like, suddenly be like, I guess we can morph. Like, let's acquire some cockroaches. And I was like, oh, yeah. Why didn't you do that in the first place? Why do you need this card at all? Right. 
Um, it's the budgetary are... reasons, unfortunately. Yeah. You could only afford two cockroaches for most of the yeah. show. I also forgot about Tobias entirely this I entire know, episode. because he's There's just no mention gone. of him. He's just not there. Yep. Um, <laughs> so they go in, and Rachel's, like, on a computer trying to hack her way into something. Sure. And the video camera guy can see her, and then there's, like, shots through the camera sometimes, and... The other kids are trying to break into the secret room with the key card. Rachel finally manages to hack her way into the security camera that's inside that room, runs up to the kids just in time to say, like, there's a yerk pool in there. Yeah. We have to stop it. <laughs> then, As if, like, yeah. the tubs being wheeled into the jacuzzi room didn't tip them off. Right. But, like, maybe the reason they want the governor to have a jacuzzi bath because those things are full of yurks. <laughs> right. It's, it's not just for his own relaxation, as yeah. essential as that is. Unfortunately. So then, like, Victor Trent's, like, schmoozing with the governor of name never given. Right, of Springfield. Yeah, and <laughs> there's the part where he's, like, the governor's, like, when I'm president, you can expect your to, like, stay in the Lincoln bedroom. And for half a second, I was like, yes. is that the president's bedroom? <laughs> Because that's interesting, but I don't think that's where this show is going. I was also very it confused. Is not. I had to go Googling. Yeah. It is one of their fancy guest rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no... There's no... This is not the ship. This is not the ship that not the show the is trying ship. to present to you. Um, but what's also wild is that this episode puts Visser 3 in, like, a position where he's sucking up to an Earth governor. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, which is and incredible. Not, not doing a great job of it, which was fun to oh. watch too. He keeps like turning to camera and looking upset every time he has right. to like be nice to this guy. Pull like the mean Jim Halpert. <laughs> so they are. I think at this point the kids morph Roach to try to get yeah. into the room. They end up in an air vent. Yeah, meanwhile, like, an air vent. Yeah, they crawl into a room. They fall into the room. Because they demorph, yeah, and break through the air vent. They shove the flimsiest looking plastic chair I've ever seen under the doorknob of the door Mm -hmm. so that they can't be surprised yet. Jake falls directly into the yerk pool out of the air vent, which is a rough landing, but honestly probably less damaging than all the other kids who just fell on this concrete spa floor. Not great. Yeah. Oof. Um, and this is, like, the part in the book where they fall in the water hydrotherapy, uh, jacuzzi. Um, they, they call it a hydrotherapy room, but it's... It's a jacuzzi. It's a jacuzzi room. Um, so, uh, they're all like, oh, the controllers are coming, and all the other animorphs, like, they drag Jake out and they escape, and Rachel has to morph a lion, and they get to have the real lion on set. Very exciting. Um... There's At one a, point, like, snuggling a man. Yeah. There's a scene where the controllers, like, there are 20 controllers in the hallway trying to open 20 this adults. door. Yeah, 20 adult <laughs> humans trying to open Can't, a single door. And I cannot stress enough how flimsy the chair yeah. blocking the door appears. Oh, yeah. Like, that was not but, even Ikea. That was, like, your neighbor's hand-me-down yeah. that was left on a porch during a storm one too many times and is two seconds away from total destruction. It's like what you buy in bulk from Walmart and you need 20 chairs for your event and you want to spend 20 cents Mm -hmm. on each chair, (laughs) which, you know, sometimes you do. Just, I don't think you could hold a door back with it. Anyway. Listen, the budget went to the lion. (laughs) Yeah. What are you going to do about a chair? There is a real real lion on that set and it's very cute and was named Bongo, (laughs) according to the (laughs) the guide to the show we read. guidebook, we now know. 
and it's a good line. Everyone likes it. Mm-hmm. So that's the important part. Yes. And I respect that. <laughs> um, they make yeah, it out line, of there like, okay. Yeah. Um, Jake now has, like, because it's a two-parter, Jake now has his, like, bad boy hair. Oh, where, my like, God, Instead yes. of the front being flippied up, it's, like, like he has the, the full Caesar haircut that uh-huh. was so popular at this point. Like, without the little flippy up parts that were also popular, now he has the bad boy version, which is everything pushed down. Cover more of your face. Hide it. <laughs> um, and then they're like, man, Jake, are you okay? You found that your pool. That was pretty gross. And then the episode, like, abruptly ends with him going, like, don't even talk to me about it. It was gross. And then, like, <laughs> hard cut end of the episode. Um, uh, and the next episode opens with them just, like, walking on a bridge somewhere, talking about how, how close a scrape that was. Yep. But it's they go fine. Back to the, they go back to the barn where one of the highlights of the episode was Axe talking to Tobias um, about, like, Tobias is eating a dead rat mouse pretty good. Like, is that good? Uh-huh. Is that tasty? <laughs> Are live mice tasty? And then, like... I think he was going to eat a live mouse. Yeah, no, until Tobi- Tobias, Tobias said is no. like, yeah it's, yeah, it's fine, Axe. Like, I, I like him. Don't worry about it. And Axe, like, gingerly reaches a hand in from off screen. And Tobias is just like, buddy, no. no. Not for you. Oh. This is Tobias's special treat. And that was delightful. Yes. And that's when I realized I'd forgotten about Tobias. <laughs> um, oh, who is this mysterious Hawkman? Yeah, who's this, who's this bird with the leggies yeah. that's just hanging out? Um, Everybody all else. All the animorphs yeah. have a meeting. They make it into the bar. show up. Um, Jake, hmm, Jake has a lot of work to do in this episode. <laughs> also, I found out. This is the one his, with his brother, right? His twin brother yeah. is uncredited, but he's on IMDb as double Jake, which right. I'm pretty sure means he's morphed Jake later in the episode. Cause he looks oh. very slightly different to me. I thought, I thought I could he was be only in that one scene at the very end where they're both on screen at the same time, but it might, that is it possible. might be him acting <laughs> as Axe. I don't know. I can't tell if I had, like, that Olsen twin, like, right. that face is slightly different. I can't tell if it was just he had, he had like, a day where he ate, like, a little bit extra, like, salt and his face got slightly, like, different. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is one of those days or if, or if it's his brother. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> All right. If you know, please call our hotline. Yeah. Aaron and Sean Ashmore. I yes. know you both are working actors, but if you could... <laughs> You're fine spare, yourself. Spare a couple <laughs> minutes if you're bored today. Exactly two minutes. No more. Yes, we, please. We cannot ask anymore. Otherwise, you. you'll be trapped in more forever. Yeah. <laughs> give us a hard yes or no on if Aaron played. On which one ate the artichoke? Just tell us <laughs> which that. One? You know what we, we mean. We should perform the artichoke work in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jake is like, casually, no big deal, like, like touching his ear constantly yeah <laughs> like no big just gotta like itch my ear a little just gotta vent my brain out you know <laughs> my brain hole as you do yeah and axe is like immediately has like york radar yes which which makes me i'm just like well if he is if he can detect a york that quickly why are we set. having all this trouble yeah <laughs> clearly weaponize that it's gonna be yeah. fine because all the other kids haven't noticed that jake has like deliberately pushed his hair different and is like Hey guys, I'm fine. No <laughs> problem. Know, it's the um, it's the uh, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man two yeah. is exact or three? Yeah. Do I mean three? You know, three, the bad three. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where he, yeah, yeah. It's it's like that. It's like not quite at that level of hamminess mm-hmm. and like abandon with doing something really dumb and goofy, which and, is a shame. Yeah, I admire that. But, yeah, 
like bad, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like this is like almost there. Like this is like you tell a teen actor you're gonna play the bad version. Like you're playing your character, but a bad guy. Right. Of course you're gonna do this. Like you're <laughs> you're like eighteen. Of course you're gonna be like, I know. I'll just like squint a lot and be uh-huh. a little sinister. <laughs> it's like, what else are you supposed to do? Um, right. We are all the bad versions of ourselves when we're yeah. teens. Like you're already in that. There's you're not much there. further to go. Um, so he's like rubbing his ear and there's like a shot where Axe is like staring boggle eyed at him, itching his ear. It's so good. Like, I and guess- then he screams like, <laughs> York and tackles him. A yeah. flying human axe tackle from across the room. <laughs> And it's also, like, the last episode, he was that, like, peak, goofy child. Right. Like, he was, like, their son who they had to keep fed yep. in the background to continue doing their surveillance. In this episode, he's, like, narrating really good. Like, his like his actor does a pretty good job narrating. In the previous yeah. ones, they had really phony. Um, like, we had even, like, the camera, their, like, video cam diaries, the beginning of the version we watched. But, like... It's not. It's really. It's really faky. And like, here's the plot line I'm delivering. But this actor is actually doing a really good job in his um, voiceovers. And then he also gets to do like a very serious, like, you humans don't understand anything, which is like, oh, you're like, you're really trying here. I like it a lot. Sounds real good. This is like, there's something real. There's like tiny glimmer of something really good here. Right. Of like the compelling. I love that the book shows us Jake's perspective. I think yeah. that really drives home, like, the horror of being a controller. And to have yeah. it flipped and have it be Axe narrating it seems like there's a lot to explore there in terms of you can show us the horror of, but any yeah. of my friends could be this at any time. So it's a different a different frame on that particular body-snatching terror. Yeah. And and also, like, his, like, just, like, they don't understand, like, I understand yeah. oh. what this means. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, there's, like, oh, this is so good. And then immediately it's just, like, oh, yeah, this is the show. Yep. <laughs> Never mind. A fast um, slide downhill. Because all the kids are, like, what are you talking about? It's just Jake. Although, like, he was he in tr- that yerk pool yeah. for quite a long time. But he said it was fine. So it's he probably said he fine. Was fine. And then they're, like. You know what? The only way to test it is that if he was a controller, he would never shake your hand because you're an android. Yep. Um, and so to do this because they were like, we don't want to, we don't want to bring out the andalite costume. Like we don't want to do that today. Mm-hmm. So he just morphs the andalite hand. Just <laughs> it's so clearly someone put like a blue glove on his hand yeah. and like stapled a stuffed finger yeah. onto the end of oh, it at a bad angle. Yeah. It is not a functional extra pinky. It's just like a ninety degree a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> just like a like a Dionychus claw. Yes. Not even because that's useful. Right? No, just this is not dangling. for disemboweling. This is for dangling. Like at an just not at a good angle. Um, like an extra thumb that doesn't move. Anyway, so he goes to shake Jake's hand, and Jake like. Barely manages it because these controllers are bad. At they're bad at being to be controllers, human. yeah. Um, but then they're like, I guess he's maybe a controller. So they tie him up. Um, and, and then we cut. Oh, my favorite to, version of Jake in this episode. Yes. Yes. Is, is Jake's actor pretending to be Axe being Jake. Yes. And by that, I mean they're walking along a bridge somewhere in Toronto. Having a training montage, (laughs) essentially. And Marco's, like, Marco's genius idea is instead of telling Axe how to act like Jake, he's telling Axe how to act like a human guy. 
<laughs> so he's like, guys, think about sports, uh, girls. And food. And, and food. Sure, but... <laughs> like the same though he's, but also he's supposed yeah. to be talking about jake right like <laughs> just like just be a generic like the the idea of a guy the platonic <laughs> ideal of a teenage male as written by the staff of this 90s american yeah. canadian tv show <laughs> everything that we have been told a, a guy is right what a what a lab would design right if we if we had to bring forth like a stereotypical <laughs> dude I like think a bro to... is what's being designed yeah. here, honestly. Yeah. Like when Professor X sat down <laughs> and there was an like... accident with Chemical X. Yeah. So I'm just like, Marco, have you met Jake? Because Your I've, best like, friend, Jake, you know, the one you love? The one that you guys, like, you play video games with and you keep talking about how you're best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems like, he, I mean, he thinks about sports. Sure. He thinks about sports. He thinks about girl. Right. Cassie. Yeah. Um, does he think about food? I, I would say escargot. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, but undecided. Jake's, Jake's one weird food thing is actually my favorite joke in the whole episode. Yeah, that was That was wild. good. That was really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're like having their little training montage and Marco's going over to Jake's house for dinner to like watch the baby. Yep. Make sure the child doesn't do anything too weird. Sure. Um, Doesn't start, like, picking at Tom's ear or, like, eating dust mites yeah. out of anyone's fur or whatever, <laughs> and, like, normal behavior is. Yeah, because now, now Axe is reset to previous episode Axe, um, which is fine. So, and then, like, there's, like, sequences where, like, Jake's talking to Cassie and, like, as much as I love Jake and Cassie in the books and the show, it was super boring. Yeah. Um, and then they cut to, like, in the in his brain is, like, him also tied to the chair with, like, various filters applied and he's like <laughs> spinning around and he's like no cloud. you can't take over my life and then like the yurk is this like weird scary voiceover weird weird and like in a, a was, vocal range that reads as oddly seductive to yeah me. it was real real uncomfortable yeah it was very like jake your brain is so delicious yeah it was like oh. turian like mass effect turian voice like it had that <laughs> gravelly overlay it was alarming. Yeah. Um, also, the Yurik has no personality. Unlike no. the book where the whole thing was that, like... Anyway, we already have that episode. <laughs> Please <laughs> refer to the episode where we talked at length about that. Um, cut to Axe Jake watching TV. And he, like, Tom walks through the room. And, like, Marco's, like, observing Axe Jake. Not helping. <laughs> Not, Not helping, helping at, Not at all. all. Just, like, how bad will this get, Marco wants to know. And honestly, me too. Which, same. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm on his side. I would be sitting next to him eating, like, a Cheez-It. Like, what's going on? Gotta watch this. Um, so he's, like, flipping channels. Tom walks through and he's like, there's a channel of girls lifting weights. Would you like to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, Tom's just like... Tom's actor delivers a great, like, grossed out, or not grossed out, just, like, confounded, yeah, (laughs) and just goes, no one walks out of the room, um, and then, like, Marco has the gall (laughs) to Raz Axe Jake about this, like, what are you doing, and, like, Axe Jake is clearly, like, well, you told me guys think about sports and girls and food, so I got two of them here, sports (laughs) and girls, ain't bad, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like, he found it, he found it, Sport girl. <laughs> found it. Like, he's he's on the money. Anyway. Oh, gosh. And then dinner begins. <laughs> We're like, they're having... 
Like, like, Marco's like, you can only say pass the butter. Sure. Which he does. And they're having, like... Right, we cut from, like, bread and butter, sure, to the yeah. oddly, what, what reads to me Very is oddly specific. fancy and specific food yeah. of artichokes. Yeah, they're like, oh, Jake loves artichoke hearts. It's his favorite food. When they've been having some other kind of food, then he, she just brings out a plate of these. And, like... <laughs> Axe goes to town on it, like, he ripping off individual leaves, shoving them in his mouth. Yeah. Like, eating them basically whole. I was very yeah. concerned he was going to eat the choke, uh, the, yeah. the titular choke, and just yeah. die. So, and then he just, like, <laughs> he does, like, the little baby, like, spit out at the end. Um, and the table... And Marco does not say anything. <laughs> um, but then the joke pays off. It's very good. Tom Tom cuts in to say, you know, I'll never get used to the way you eat artichokes. And I appreciated the hell out of that. Which is just, I love... Our sweet I boy l- Jake just does this. It's just, I love that this is now canon for TV Jake. Yep. He Like, he seems very together. He seems very normal. But show that boy an artichoke. Yep. Artichoke night at home. He's <laughs> Everybody just- has to unwind somehow. You know, if it's not <laughs> sports girls, it's artichokes. You know, after a long day of watching girls lift weights, mm-hmm. <laughs> you shove pieces of artichoke in your mouth <laughs> and spit out the parts you don't want. Sure, there's nothing I love better than almost dying <laughs> on a poisonous pit. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So then, then it's like, oh, it has to be three days. So like, they cut to like their science teacher going like, "Well, Jake, the past three days you've been ex- <laughs> an exceptional student." Yep. The test scores are amazing. You calculated pi to, like, some complicated decimal, which people memorize the decimals, so I'm not sure what... Anyway. um, We're going to get your scholarship because you were able to... I don't know. It's unclear. Like, you calculated it without a calculator. It's great. Um, And Marco's like, "Uh, Gotta go! (laughs) Yeah, gotta go! Um, And, like, Cassie is still talking to Jake and... And Tobias talking to Jake. Yeah, we're now close enough to the end of the three days that the controller has given up on pretending and is just, like, mm-hmm. talking smack to Tobias and not yeah. being cool with Cassie. Um, and eventually, Tobias is watching him shift his up. Rachel comes in and does the book plot where yeah. she pretends to fall asleep. The Yerk finally remembers, oh, I can morph. Yeah. yeah. That was, once again, I had yep. forgotten that they could yep. morph. Nobody morphs until the 11th hour in this app. And he, he just morphs the dog three days in, like, slithers out. Homer. Yep. There's Homer, and, like, all the other kids are in their morphs, and they demorph. There's a horrifying scene where Axe morphs from Jake morph, or I guess Jake brother morph. Right. Or actor brother. Yes. Actor morph. brother Jake morph? Actor brother Jake morph. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we saw through your plan. Yeah. We did it. We knew what you were going to do. Oh. We're always here. We we're, like Jake. We're always watching. It, this part read more like horror horror movie yeah. to me than anything else, honestly. It was like all of your friends are watching you all the time. You can never yeah. be free. Like, this is the Babadook. This is... <laughs> it follows. Your friends follow you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Yerk just hops out of his head and is dead or yep. something. All this, all the teens are, like, cheering and screaming from yeah. on in the dead of night in the middle of the yeah. woods as he's, like, clawing at his ear in desperation. It's real scary. And also, uh, I guess, allegedly, he was running towards a, a Yerk oh, pool a sure entrance they didn't right. know about. Sure. So then they, they sort of say, like, now we know about a Yerk pool entrance we didn't know about. And that never comes to anything because this is a show. But yep. sure. Um, and then back at there, the next day, everything's fine. Jake's sad because now he knows what it's like to be a controller. 
and then Axe does something on a tiny computer screen. Something Back at is the activated. video cafe again. Yeah. I'm sure it says, oh, like, yeah. hacking your phone. Hacks Progress or... 200%. Here we go. Yeah, and then there's, like, a large, like, Microsoft Word sentence about something being activated on the screen. And they hand Jake a phone that's connected to the computer. And he calls up Tom and leaves that message about, like, Tom, be strong, keep fighting, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the end. And meanwhile, the song playing, the dulcet tones playing (laughs) over all of this. I am positive that what happened was someone went looking for what songs have the phrase prodigal son (laughs) in them, which one is the least expensive to license. And that's what happened. A very Christian rock background song for a show that has never had a religious angle. No. And a book series that has never had a religious angle, actually. Right. So, felt a little out of place. Had a lot of questions, but, um, then there's, like, because, like, when Jake was a controller, he could, like, control his hand to make, like, an angry fist once in a while, and the Tom's controller does it, and it's sort of cool, but end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> Done. We're over that. We're free. Oh, and except we're not one. free, because we did watch the third episode, yeah. which I had forgotten up until yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Whoops. Well, this one was this- just... Bad though. No, it was not enjoyable. No. All the things that were enjoyable about the book. Right, this is the allergy book adaptation. Yeah. Everything good about the book was sort of pushed away and made not as fun. Yeah. But I think I think the um show was excited because they could just film in a, a studio <laughs> right. in whatever Canadian broadcasting company is doing this show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure, sure that was fun was for like them. They needed to make up the production budget somehow. Yeah. The and biggest... I bet for them, they're like, this is so funny. Yeah. On... Yeah. No, anyway. I bet. I bet if you work on the set of a show yeah. like that, then there is an extra level of humor about someone screaming crocodile yeah. on set. That just didn't translate for me. <sighs> the biggest change in this book is that Cassie is the one who has the morphing yeah. allergy and not Rachel. Yeah, uh, which kind of fell flat for me early on. Yeah. Like, I, it's much more believable to me that Rachel is willing to make these slight compromises to the yeah. truth in order to fulfill the mission than Cassie is. Also, it's like the when when it's Rachel who's the one who's pretending like she's fine but not. It's like the wheels are coming off. Yeah, it's like in this episode, Rachel is constantly kind of guiding Cassie away from trouble. Like, because she knows right away. Like, like I do like that in this episode, the two of them are friends and yeah. are like hanging out and being friends. Um, but so she's sort of steering Cassie away when she starts crocking out when like, what was fun, like not fun, but like what was like exciting about the book was that Rachel would be pretending like she was the one in control of everything. She was like, I'm fine. I've got it. And then she would be crocking out or like in the book, it was like all of her morphs were out of control in the show. It's just your uncontrollably turning into a crocodile, a were crocodile. (laughs) Um, so it was just like all, all like excitement was sort of gone. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm sure it was them thinking we haven't had Cassie's actor. She hasn't gotten to do that much yet, because all of Cassie's books are unfilmable with yeah. this budget. Oh my goodness. Um, That's an excellent point. Right. It's like let's go under the ocean. <laughs> mm, perhaps yeah. not. Perhaps let's they couldn't. Not. Like I wish they just had her on a beach for once, but mm. no. Let these girls um, go to the beach. Let them hang out and talk about go. teenage heartthrob Jason, Jeremy, J- John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, McCall. Who they could not have cast a less appealing actor. Ooh, boy. For. Yeah, it's like some <laughs> rando in his 30s, like, clearly yeah. has Smarmatron written all over yeah. him from the second we first see his photos. And I, like, I am no longer a teen. I'm out of touch with what's yeah. hip with the teens, but this can't be what's hip with the no. teens. No. Like, 
this is the that was the best you could he wears a sweater vest like i know those are kind of in <laughs> but he's just like he like he looks like a slightly younger and hipper very slightly younger and hipper um uncle joey from full house oh boy like i yeah. thought it was dave coulier for a minute and it was not but it's like him in in, in like instead of his thing being a woodchuck puppet and puns it's like his thing was just being smarmy just being and mean to kids. Being mean and having bleached blonde hair, which mm-hmm. I guess was in. Um, and then also Crocodile was very small. Yeah. Very small, which I guess it's, I mean, you can't wrangle a big croc around children, I guess. But that does make the danger seem a little bit, like, we don't even see it chomp anything to, like, right. <laughs> show the force the jaws have. Um. And there's, yeah. there's a whole scene later when they're in the studio. Marco just casually morphs a llama and, like, sits, mm-hmm. tucks his little llama leg yeah, in under himself, himself. And it's just, like, watching the crocodile a foot away which from was, him. Which was, there was, like, a good, there's, like, a thread of absurdity in that that was, like, in the book that yeah. was sort of funny. But it didn't quite reach the heights that it could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, you have a llama. Think about all the things yeah. you can do with a llama knocking over At laundry least... piles or, like, getting yeah. into the makeup room and sitting down in a chair. At least have it run down a hallway. And, yeah. Like, like, I know you don't want to hurt the, the actor llama, but, like, have <laughs> it, like, knock over a, a fabric, like, a, a, a rack of uh, costumes. A rack of clothing. Or... Yeah. A gentle disaster. A yeah, soft a gentle... mess. Oh, God. Anyway, so they're at a zoo. Cassie and Rachel have some friend we've never seen before, never see again, who they loudly talk about how boring field trips are with. Uh-huh. Um, a and, small like, child who just looks like Ness. Like, he's got the stripy shirt <laughs> and the baseball cap. Yeah. Like, wanders into the alligator. And crocodile? by wanders, I mean, crocodile? yeah, jumps over yeah. the fence, wanders in, and looks at the tiny crocodile. Um while while Rachel and Cassie and random friend are looking at a tiger, mm-hmm. um, which was they, there's actual footage of a tiger in a cage. Like they went to a zoo in Canada somewhere, I guess. Um, a zoo with terrible security because yeah. like the the kid just hops this short like waist high fence. Yeah. Also, this would not prevent a croc from getting out, no. right? Now that I take two seconds to think about Especially it, since this croc could just slither under. It is right. not large, right? Um, but the kid, like, goes near it, and there's, like, a bunch of them. And then Cassie and Rachel follow him to try to get the kid out, and they're, like, surrounded by crocodiles. And then Cassie acquires one to get it to calm down so they can escape, because the show can't afford to have any of them morph anything yep. yet. Um, but what's important is she acquired the crocodile. And there's no hubbub at at the zoo after they save the child, but then it becomes, like, a thing where, like, oh... The TV show called us so we can be on the TV show because we saved the kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is, again, a harder sell when there's not, like, a flood of news organizations yeah. at the zoo right after they've jumped into the crock pit. But I'm just like, you could just hire, there are, like, five or six, like, teen or, like, there are a couple of people who are supposed to be the rest of their class. Like, they had some actors for that. Right. They had their one friend who said three lines left, which made me wonder if he was someone's kid. No. Oh, Or, like, oh, someone maybe. won a contest sure. or something. Oh, that's um, cute. <laughs> But, like, they could just have one of them go, whoa, I can't believe you saved him. That was, that was amazing. Right. I'm like, going to call the newspaper. Line? Sure. Yeah. But no, nobody like, comments on everyone that. Everyone silently applauding if you can't afford to have them speak. <laughs> like, if you can't afford to pay them to right, have a speaking the line. Build, sure. <sighs> so. But instead, <laughs> I did, yeah, they sneak away. They sneak away. 
we do get to see there's like I think they were like we need to have we now want to have some cool shots. So there's like a shot where like they go from the, the zoo, like smash cut into various TV things, pull out from the screen. It's Vista Three watching TV oh, and wondering yeah. why humans watch TV. That was good. Which was pretty good in his like generic uh, controller room. His his villain chamber. His villain chamber. Talking to his crony with no name. Oh, is this about? A, I couldn't remember if this is the same scientist man we saw earlier is. in the show. I hope so. I hope they I get along. I want to say it is. Okay. Because I like the concept of him yeah, having like like one buddy, the pinky to his brain. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, Mister Three's a little bit pinky too, but yes. Yeah, he's a little both. Yeah. Aren't, aren't oh, we all it's the beauty? Mm-hmm. Um. So so he's like, why haven't we used TV before? And the scientist is like, that's just what I was about to tell you about. We got this hideous man who's supposed to be a teen heartthrob. <laughs> well, okay, I'm being harsh on this man, but it's just the fact that this actor is positioned as, like, a heartthrob for these two teen girls is ludicrous to me. Yes. Like, if he was just a guy who walked into the cafe, I guess I could buy them going, he's cute, because I guess, like, whatever, it's a TV show. Right, but, like, but this, this is not pitched this... as Cassie and Rachel's crust. This is, this is pitched as the crush of, like... Every Millions. gal who's into guys around yeah. the world cannot stop them. talking about Jeremy John Nicole. Jeremy John Jason? Yeah, Jer Jer John JJM. JJ JJ McSee. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. J- that does explain a lot J- of the bad casting. Jonah decisions. Jameson. Oh, that I would watch. That would be good. That yes. would if they just like if they were like, no, we're gonna make him. The, like, you know, in Ghost World where they're, they're like, into Steve Buscemi? It'll be like that. <laughs> that would be more believable to yeah. me. Um, you have to lean all the way into it. Sometimes yeah. when you're a teen, you got a weird crush. Yep. Um, anyway, so they're like, we're going to use this television. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Tom. Tom's idea. That's who comes in the room and oh starts talking God. about TV. How did I forget? <laughs> I had to... <laughs> Because Tom is just like, hi, I'm your second in command for this episode. Sure. We're going to use TV. We got this actor to talk about the sharing on some, like, local access. Yeah. Yeah. Some show that clearly has used, like, Microsoft Word to create their logo. Yeah. Um, So we're just going to have him talk about the sharing. Cool. Mr. Three's like, this is great. Love us to the rest of the show. Continue. (laughs) Um, Cassie has, like, a crock hand at the barn but she hides it everybody decides oh god then they start then they get the call saying we want you on the show disaster girl or falling girl or whatever her cool name is in the books that i missed in the show yeah um yeah in the show it's just like hey you're gonna be on our talk show and they're like oh my god cool mm mm-hmm then they then, start looking into, hey we should look up this show that we're gonna be on discover that jjm is gonna be on the show also yeah there is a very cute moment where they're, like, in the corner at the internet cafe screaming, yeah. which I was like, this is adorable. Yeah. This is good, Give and I like it. Give me more friends. Give me more teen girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. And this is also the part of Jake being just terrible this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, in a way that I think was supposed to be funny, but I think because it's never discussed in the show, it's just, like, he's just terrible. Right. <laughs> because it's supposed to be that he's jealous of Cassie having a crush on this dude. Mm-hmm. But it just reads... To me, as just Jake is just really obnoxious today. Yep. Like he's like, you should be more careful when you morph because suddenly they're gonna have him be serious like Book Jake. Um, and then he's like, I don't know if you should go on this talk show, Cassie. Like this guy, I don't know. He's bad news. I can he's tell bad from news. his terrible hair dye. Yeah, he looks like bad bad boy with his sweater vest 
thing. Um, and then Cassie has a lizard arm again, she and Rachel, Rachel sees it. Yeah, they decide they're going to talk to Axe about it later, um, which, okay, that's a that's a fair plan so far. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also like the episode is clear, like, we only have 25 yeah. minutes. Yep. We can't have all these parts where, like, the drama is that Rachel doesn't tell everyone for a while and doesn't bother taking it out. But in the show, they're like, don't have time for it. Let's just cut <laughs> all of the all of the tension. Yep. Um, we do get to see Cassie taking a elementary school book about lizards and looking at it in a bookstore. Yeah. I thought <laughs> it was Tom a library, but no, it is clearly a Barnes and Nobel's. Yeah. I'm unclear, but yeah, she picks the smallest Discovery Lizards book. Wait, my golden book of crocodiles. <laughs> um, she glances at the page, and then Tom shows up and looms at her for a while. That was good. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> so Cassie, I hear you like my brother. Yeah. <laughs> and like, she's like weird, and like her back starts crocking out. Yeah. But like, it's actually great, because like, that is when you would be like, right. having the stumbliest conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> With your crush's brother. Sorry, what are your intentions towards my younger sibling? I simply must know. Like, Have no, you- no, thank you. I'm out of here. So you like Jake, huh? You ever seen him eat an artichoke? Because, <laughs> uh, you wouldn't like him anymore. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't like him when he's hungry. If you can't handle him at his artichoke, you don't deserve him at his best hmm. i don't know if there is a best beyond artichoke that's kind of the best jake there that is. is yeah that's his shining moment yeah um so at the barn um axe is like here's the deal you're allergic to gators <laughs> or not gators crocodile tiny yeah. crocodile you're yep. allergic to it mini croc um and they're like oh that's bad and he's like it might you might burp it out soon or you might not right it might take up to two <laughs> earth weeks don't worry about yeah. it yeah don't worry. And they're like, you sh-, and Jake's like, you shouldn't do the TV show because I'm uncomfortable with, um, and there's just a lot of talk about burping. Yep. <laughs> just a lot of burps. Um, but then the next, like, that night, like, she calls Rachel and Rachel assumes that she's burped it and Cassie's like, yeah, definitely burped it. Let's check out our favorite actor and make sure he's not a controller. <laughs> um, so then they go and they get their makeup done and... John J.J. is terrible, makes fun of them for being starstruck when they meet him. Just a real jerk. And I am, I love that Cassie shows up to be on this talk show in her signature overalls. Like, you do you, girl. You know that that's your thing. And I'm so glad that you're comfortable with it. Yeah, like, there were, like, a couple parts where I was like, oh, yeah, like, Cassie's a great character. Yep. (laughs) But then, like, the show is just like, no, we're going to continue with this plot. Like, no cute moments left. Um... So I just, I have like a screen cap of his terrible face and I hate him. Good. <laughs> like this, <laughs> Me too. this is just not, why would they, why would there have to, there had to have been at least like one teen boy they could have, like the whole point is that he's like a heartthrob their age. Right. But no, because he's, he's clearly teen, in his early thirties, if not older than that. Just like get the, like get a teen girl who, who wants to have a boy, or like a crush, uh-huh. get her into the casting session, hand her the stack of headshots and Pick go... Pick one out of a lineup. Which of these is the most crushable to yeah. you? Yeah. Done. <laughs> like, I just, it boggles. It's like, he doesn't even have to say anything. He just has to go like, oh, your name is Cassie. Oh, you're not cool. And then you have to pretend <laughs> to faint later. Like right. His you, whole thing is that he's a jerk. He doesn't have to be a good actor. He just has to have a high crushability rating. Yeah, like, there, I, there have to be 85... Canadian boys who want to be models who you could pay $3 to be on this show. 
Sure. Sure. <laughs> but no, Payment we get this, snacks. like, Payman rejected avocado hearts. Like, I'm sure someone would bite. We get this, like, lesser gosling from the future. <laughs> oh, the worst looper timeline. Here it yeah. comes. You could have gotten real gosling at this point. He was oh, on he Are was You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. Like, I... There are so many Canadian actors in Are You for the Dark who became famous later who were not cast as this character. Such a missed opportunity. Anyway, so I'm like, going to feel real jerk. bad when I look him up later and he's like, he's yeah. been on Masterpiece Theater 700 I times, but doubt it. Refuse to. He's I, too mean. Maybe he's a good actor, but he's uh, the wrong choice. For this, role. <laughs> <laughs> this is the role that I will. <laughs> this is the hill I die on. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, anyway, so Rachel's like, that better just be the controller making him act like a jerk. Um, so we have to, we have to help him. Um, and then that we get the great shot of Marco as the llama, like, wandering in and thought speaking to, yes. there's like a monkey in a cage, which I guess is Axe. Um, and then just wanders through and then there's cockroaches on the wall. So, you know, the rest of the team is there. Watching over sit, their help buds. their girls. Yep. Um, Cassie and Rachel sit down in the audience. Cassie has a terrible stomach ache, is apparently mm-hmm. how this allergy is expressing itself. Um, yeah, it, like, it really reads as, like, it really reads as, like, sudden period cramps. Or, yeah, like, it does. Sudden stomach bug. Right. It's like she's, like, holding her, like, she's, like, holding her stomach and, like, right. doing that, like, set push down on your uterus thing. Yeah, no So fun. I'm just, like, you could explain this away so easily <laughs> like oh gotta get her in the bathroom real quick yep got some lady teenage trouble. girl here thing. we go yep as if like when you're a teenage girl that's like how you get out of gym class yep. like i'm sure ra- like whatever so they go to the bathroom the crocodile <laughs> they illustrate the crocodile being burped by like she goes into a stall oh there's upset noises like she's like and there's like shuffling, and then they like dangle a reptile tail yeah. under the door. And there's a dramatic, you know, like the comedy rule of like, yeah. there's always going to be one wagon wheel rolling away from a crash. Yeah. Like a single roll of toilet paper, like yeah. jangles <laughs> out from under the door and across the bathroom. Like this beautiful, whoever decided that was. That was good. So good. That was a choice. And then the poor actor, poor Cassie's actress has to slither along this bathroom floor, which I really hope someone cleaned before she had to do that. Yeah. This poor girl. Um, and then she's like, okay, we're good. And they just slam the bathroom and leave. <laughs> with, the, with the crocodile, this, like, little caiman is, like, sl- like slithering along the floor. Like, what happened? It's fine, though. They can't open doors, right? This will never yeah. be a problem again until the next time someone has to yeah. use a bathroom. Yeah. No one's going to go in here. No. The ladies' room. No. Um, and also, it's like, like, Cassie says something like, you don't understand, Rachel. The, the crocodile is real and it's scary or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, in the book there's a lot of stuff about how, like, psychologically the mind of the crocodile was really scary. I'm so, mm-hmm. I keep switching between crocodile and alligator. I forget which is Me in too. this. I honestly feel like it's switched between book and show, but I'm not sure. Um, but, it, but it's like, we don't have time for that. So Just have her say one thing as they're yeah. running out the door. It'll be fine. Um, and they just, like, run out and they're like, it's fine. No big deal. And they get onto the set, and then the crocodile, like, comes out, because, of course, it's going to come out. I guess it opened the door with this little crocodile hand. Sure. That's cute. Um, everyone flips out about this tiny crocodile. JJM's um, response is to pretend he, he faint. Does a, he does a death drop into a chair. Yep. Like, on, <laughs> his, I, on his fainting couch, just collapses. <laughs> Once again, I had to rewind to make sure I understood what was yeah. happening. <laughs> Because I like I was I I was playing Pokemon I was grinding my Pokemon nice. during parts of this because 
show is not good. No, it's <laughs> and I not. I had to get through it. No, it's not. Um, I had to rewind. And yes, he goes from talking to someone about like, he's like given a, like a coffee or something to the next time we see him, he's flopped on the chair <laughs> while everyone else has run away. Um, and then there's like a shot of his nineties, like boot with a slug on it. And they're like, like off camera, like Cassie's actor goes, the yerk, it's out. We have to save him. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't even they... remember how they save him. Like, does someone stomp the yerk or does the croc eat oh, it? Oh, oh, the croc eats it. Oh, good, good. Okay. Um, because they drag him away and they're like, the slug is there. And then, like, Mirko in llama sits down. Oh, to right, watch. right, 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 right. Like, let me just and he's snuggle like, up next to this predator. He goes, like, I have a front row seat to this yerk being eaten by this crocodile. And then, like, they they cut to the crocodile. Or possibly a taxidermy crocodile jaw. I think this I'm was not sure. right. There's there's a bunch that are just a crocodile mouth, and I think it is a taxidermy. It's croc. a little too pale. Yeah, and I've there's never no looked... there's no gullet. It's just yeah, like there's no tongue pink inside. It's, it's weird. just like oh, it's white. Yeah. Um. So there's like a shot of that shot of the slug, and we're meant to understand that it eats it, which is great. <laughs> but then like Marco the llama apparently is safe because cut to everything's fine. Yep. It's all over. That's Everything's it. fine. And Cassie's like, man, it's great to have friends. <laughs> oh, right. There's like a whole voiceover that's like a very special episode of, I was wrong to lie to my friends. I disappointed them and myself too. Which she didn't even lie to them. She no. told them stuff pretty early. Like, like the first time a hand turns into a lizard hand, I might go, maybe just... She need to chill out a little. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like like she was a model person yep. this episode. <laughs> oh, yes. That was, that was not much. Mm-hmm. Not much happened. No. But. Not much of a show. But <laughs> next up, we're going to read book 26, The Attack. I have Back read. To... I have read the first ten pages. It's really good. Okay, I'm good. Real excited. We're back to an actual K and Michael Grant book. Yes, the last um, one I think until the very end of the series. So get your popcorn. Get I'm stoked. Savor it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're gonna have a very special guest yeah. join us on that episode too. I don't know if we want to spoil it, but he makes a great comic also about teens. So I'm excited to talk to him about yeah. these teens. Yeah, it's gonna be good. We're going to be back on the actual Animorph book horse. Yes. As opposed to those talking horses from those Animorphs <laughs> books, which were I keep, mm, pretty good. I keep remembering that book and just being so thankful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, I was watching this show thinking about how wide the divide between the books and the show has gotten. Um, and I think we're, like, I think where we are in the books is sometime ahead of where the show airing would have been now. Yeah. So it's maybe unfair to compare it, but I'm just like, the books have gone to so many different tones than this show can handle. Right. <laughs> like, the this show, show, the show is very limited it. by its setup to this single mode, but... Yeah, like, it's like, I know that TV shows and, like, the books they're based on are often wildly different, but this is really fascinatingly, like, what... The pe- what, what the fans of the books want and what the show is doing could are so not different. be more different. Yeah, um, there's just like a fundamental flaw <laughs> in this whole. There's so many flaws yeah. in the concept of this show. I'm glad they tried it all. I guess <laughs> you know what this is making me really want to do though is figure out how we can play the video game. 
The video game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially since Games Done Quick is happening again oh, right yeah, now. That's, that's what I was doing while watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. But like, I, I need to dig up the the quick play of the Game Boy game because mm-hmm. it was <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> um, um, I can try to link that because it was from, I think, last year or the year before. Yeah. Because um, that game is busted, yep. but like, but there's something kind of so. endearing. Yeah. Um, but it's also not, not a good game, but like, I could see like if, if this franchise had happened now, they would have had like the technology to make a good game and a good show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, this is, I can see the seeds of like before like teen and child book properties were like given money to actually make good, like other materials yep. for them. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, all of the computer screens were so bad. They were, but that's one of my favorite things, though. Yeah, no, that yeah. was really charming. All, like, my takeaway is that the actor playing Victor Trent, doing the best he can. Yes. Also, Axe's actor. Axe's actor, doing a pretty good job. Like, yep. there are parts, like, in his voiceovers and stuff, I could see a better show. Yes. With him in it. Like, even make him the lead of this show. Like, yeah. if you're going to make a show, just make it different. Have the alien be the lead. Make it access learning about Earth. on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Go like, full paradox. Like, by the... Oh, my God. Yeah, like, by... This, ha- this is a different object. This is a different thing. Just let it be different and focus on what is interesting. About that different medium. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anyway, we watched those episodes. We sure <laughs> did. That is an hour and a half of my life that I did spend doing that. <sighs> Yeah. Ooh. But thank you for suffering yeah. through them with me. Yes. It was fun to talk about. Yeah. So that was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at, at Morph Clubcast. You can talk to us there or using the at the Morph Clubcast hashtag. Um, you can also leave a review on iTunes. It helps us get bumped up. Um, yeah, if have you have Facebook if you have group. a minute to do that or leave a rating, we would really appreciate it. It makes a big difference in helping other folks find us. And we always want to help people who want to hear about Animorphs get to listen to a show about Animorphs. Um, we also have a Facebook group where I posted a Taco Bell ad, which I think also subconsciously that's made me how they got that bad decision. Oh, please, that was not. But that was not a bad decision. I that had was to, a I, fine decision. I, I learned something about myself. By ordering the Taco Bell. Go on. And that's that I, I don't want to have a Taco Bell experience <laughs> that often. But oh. it's good that it exists. <laughs> Much like the show. Right. For for those times when it is 12 o'clock p.m. and you're coming home from the Bell yeah. House and through Penn yeah. Station, you really need it. When you're in Penn Station, nothing's open. Yeah. And you, and you don't want to just eat toast when you get home. You think, I want to live moss. Yes. And... Make this poor lady make a taco <laughs> while she's trying to talk to some rando next to me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, everybody, everybody should read Miranda Harmon's short comic about getting a Papa John's Yeah, pizza it wasn't quite. Nice. Yeah, because that is now That was, like, much more exciting than my, like, Penn Station experience. That was, like, a good story. Oh, please. There's something beautiful about the slow... <laughs> avalanche of tomatoes out of a taco <laughs> as you bite into it on a subway i that's well, a I'm good gonna, visual i'm gonna find like a piece of tomato in my bag tomorrow oh, <laughs> oh that's a gift from past megan she knew you'd yeah. need it here's a cube tomato that is as fresh as the day it was cut at taco <laughs> bell headquarters 
Oh boy. Okay. So uh, this has been Morph Club. (laughs) This has been Morph Club. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.